0: Next on Making Sense of the Madness, Putin is declaring four regions in Ukraine as part of territorial Russia after referendum elections have taken place there. And Putin is also pointing the finger at the West, at the Anglo-Saxons, at the United States and bringing the matter of the sabotage of the natural gas pipelines to the UN Security Council. I'll interview Brian and Dwayne Cates today, all about geopolitical things, domestic and international. We're going to dig into that topic for sure. We're going to question the mainstream narrative and expose media propaganda, but first an AMP alert from
1: Joshua Reed. This is Josh Reed with your Daily alert, keeping you updated, notified, and up to speed on the state of our nation leading up to the November primaries. The United Nations warns of a winter of discontent as the world is in peril. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has a grim assessment for the global developments. On Tuesday, September 20th, 20th, Guterres said before the United Nations Committee, we are looking at a fairly gloomy and dark upcoming winter of global discontent from rising prices, a warming planet, and deadly conflicts. Now, he wasn't the only one that shared his concerns. Emmanuel Marcon of France said the crisis of democracies, including the United States, following years of pressure and destabilization efforts, is in process right now globally. On top of this, Serbian President Vucic has announced, you see a crisis in every part of the world. I think realistic predictions ought to be even darker. Our position is even worse, since the UN has been weakened and the great powers have taken over and practically destroyed the United Nations over the past several decades. These great powers that he's talking about are the globalists and the global deep state, which have infiltrated our aspects of world government. This is an incredible time of peril in the world, a destabilization and chaos, and we just know that We have to stay vigilant, keep our heads in game, and understand that God wins in the end. Keep watching for more of your daily AMP alerts. I am Josh Reed.
2: The United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea
0: and it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. South Korea, Kamala, we're allies with South Korea. North is the enemy that wants to nuke us and South Korea is the country we've been defending for over 50 years. Kamala tried to look like she knew what she was looking at through some binoculars but it just didn't work out, let's take a look.
2: that's that's right
0: that's it that's That's just priceless it's 50 meters away ma'am well now that we got a laugh i want to say that all the amp team members in southwest florida are doing just fine after the hurricane thank you all of you for your emails your prayers and support and concern well an actress from canada released a disturbing video of her adverse effect from the vax and she says she would still get it again let's watch well, this is not a video I want to make, um, and it's kind of hard to make because as I'm watching myself, I see um, what I'm going to say, which is I have been diagnosed with Bell's palsy, which is paralysis on one side of the face. For me, it's uh, this side here,
2: the, the left,
3: obviously.
0: Um, so I got it about two weeks after getting my vaccine. And i had a rough go with the vaccine um and i guess still am but i have to say that i would do it again because it's what we have to do to see people so um i don't know why i'm making this video but here's my word smile Uh yes she said she would get it again because that's the way we see people, to be able to see each other, to socialize. You see how that works? It had nothing to do with her health, but with the ability to socialize, and that's how social engineering works. Well, the Senate just passed a stopgap measure to avoid government shutdown, and they also gifted another 12-plus billion for Ukraine. And in Mexico, authorities have arrested the leader of an ultra-Orthodox Jewish sect on human trafficking charges Another one bites the dust on the global effort to stop human trafficking. This comes on the heels of the first arrest in Utah of a Mormon human trafficking ring. Well, in the UK, parents have sued and won a school after their six-year-old son was labeled as potentially transphobic. It only stops when we say it stops and and when we stand up and we're willing to actually do something about it. Well, the BRICS countries are tossing around the idea of an official shared currency, which would be huge news amidst our current global financial crisis. That would be a game changer with what's going on with Russia. Well, today at 3 p.m. Eastern, Putin is addressing the nation and declares four territories in Ukraine as now being part of Russia officially after their citizens voted to join the Russian Federation in recent referenda elections. Let's hear what Putin had to say about how he would defend those new territories.
4: And the key authorities, they should see this expression of will with respect. And that's the only way we can reach a peaceful solution. We will protect our lands with every means we have at our disposal. And we will do everything to provide safety for our people. This is the great liberating mission of our people.
0: There is so much going on in Europe, we all know about the Nord Stream pipelines that were attacked and a government official of Poland thanked the USA in a seemingly open acknowledgement that the USA had been behind the attack. Well, according to Russia's prosecutor general's office, Moscow has suffered significant economic damage as a result of the alleged attacks on the Nord Stream pipelines and Russia's security services have opened a criminal case suspecting international terrorism may be at play. You can see on the screen, the CIA of all organizations was warning that pipelines could be attacked imminently. Well, in the Czech Republic, massive protests are being held to dissolve the government and stop conflict within Russia. Let's take a look. That's the music they listen to when they do massive protests in Prague, Czech Republic in support of Russia, or at least for ending the conflict with Russia. And also they want to dissolve their own government. It's a nationalist populist movement, just like you see all over the world. And news from Trump World, President Trump put out this truth, accusing Maggie Haberman of the New York Times of straight up lies in her new book, where she accuses President Trump of wrongdoing without any evidence at all. Well, next up, Brian and Dwayne Cates will help us make sense of the madness in the USA and Europe as soon as we
2: get back. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down but they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now,
5: but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at KirkElliottPhD.com.
2: Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit KirkElliottPhD.com.
0: Well, Brian and Dwayne Cates are political analysts and writers with their own sub stacks and social media presence on Telegram and Truth Social. So great to have you both back on the show. Let's start with Dwayne. Give us your high-level analysis on the pipeline attacks.
5: Uh, the pipeline, okay. When it comes to what we've just witnessed, I, I think the, the last thing you want to do is have John Brennan come out and say, uncategorically, the United States government had nothing to do with this when... What are his ties to government uh, to, to government currently? I don't believe he has an official position. so how would he know? Um, my my impression is uh, Biden said uh, back in February just prior to Putin going in to the Ukraine, which I call a spoiling attack because it's clear there was a a uh, effort underway in Ukraine to to he- to head into the Donbass they were going to unleash the Azov in some fashion. And Putin's uh, offensive basically spoiled that that effort. Um, Biden said uh, in the first or second week of February uh, that if Russia uh, if Russia goes into the Ukraine, Nord Stream Two would would basically stop or cease to exist, and that is exactly what just happened uh people were speculating was it a seismic event no i don't think it was a seismic event it's very clear from what we're hearing from the uh the netherlands and and some some officials in and poland that uh there were there were three distinct explosions which appear to have been done by either drones they were done by by drones and by the way the uk was training the Ukrainians in in undersea drone operations just a month prior to this. Uh, so my impression is the United States in some capacity did do this. Uh, it may have been done by the Ukrainians at the behest of what I'm calling the fourth right, which is currently ensconced in DC. Under you analysis, uh, inv-
0: Duane, um, yeah. Let's go to Brian at this point. And Brian, any, any holes you want to fill in? so to speak, of what uh, Dwayne didn't cover?
3: Well, we've watched them do this many times over the past 20 years. They, uh, The mouthpieces uh, for the intelligence agencies embedded within the fake news media come out with a narrative when something happens, when they want to drive a new war, they want to start a new war. You know, they did this with the rap. They had the intelligence agents embedded in the news media put out these stories about Saddam Hussein and WMDs. And here we are, all these years later, and they're just doing the same thing all over again. They're sending out John Brennan, you know, and all these other media mouthpieces um, that are intelligence agents. So all repeating the same narrative. Russia blew up its own pipeline. Okay, that's the... That's the accepted narrative right now, is that Western did this to themselves. And um, if you question that, well, then you must be, you know, pro Putin or whatever. But the truth is, we've watched them run this playbook over and over and over again, you know. Um, they They spent 20 years telling us that the survival of Western civilization depended on not losing Iraq. It depended on not losing Afghanistan. And they convinced the American public to go along with pumping two trillion dollars or whatever it was into just Afghanistan. And I don't even I haven't even looked up what we ended up spending in Iraq. But to come up with this new we cannot lose this country. If we lose this country, it's the end of Western civilization as we know it. Okay. And then we left Iraq and we left Afghanistan. Uh, Western civilization didn't end. And now they spent all this time since March telling us it's absolutely vital that we do not lose Ukraine. We must not lose Ukraine. We lose Ukraine, Western civilization ends, you know, and they're prepared. To force their citizens to make any sacrifices that are necessary to ensure that uh, Ukraine doesn't fall, as if Putin's trying to invade that country and take it all over, which is not the case. We just saw that he he's had four regions in eastern Ukraine that have been attacked in a civil war and uh, uh, bullied and. Uh, Victims of war crimes committed by Nazi battalions and in uh and a service of the Kiev regime since twenty fourteen. These re- these regions have now broken away and they've rejoined the Russian Federation. And now apparently this is uh, this is causing the NATO and the UN Secretary General came out and make some statements today. So a lot of things are happening. But just want to keep
0: in mind It's this really escalating. Thing. Let's let's go to you know, Dwayne. Dwayne, I want to ask you yeah, about, they've been coming out ask with you about the escalation million. because uh, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, has announced that he is applying for a fast track application for membership of NATO. And apparently NATO's getting together to have a meeting or make their own announcement. So people are really wondering, uh, is this when NATO makes their big move and just says, yep, Ukraine's part of NATO because Putin just upped the ante himself. He said, these territories are now Russia. You attack these territories. It's the same as attacking Russia. You know how we deal with attacks to our homeland. We're willing to use all weapon systems at our disposal, including nukes to defend ourselves. So he's putting the nukes on the table. And then if if Ukraine joins NATO, then all of a sudden uh, the U.S. is obligated to defend uh, Ukraine. So, uh, how could this play out? Uh, what are some of the different options? Can you war game it for us a little bit, Dwayne?
5: Well, um, I'm, what, what I'm looking at with uh, the attacks upon the Nord Stream uh, pipelines, <clears throat> that is an act of war. It is clear whether it was Ukrainian cutouts that were actually physically did it. It was done at the behest of what I've referred to as the D.C. denizens. Um, this is all to get the war that they want to have happen. Uh, we've been engaged in what I call an information or a perception war since the mid-90s. Uh, China's been a big part of that, uh, waging war against us uh, on, on the information uh, stage. Uh, for uh, it, it's, it's an influence. It, it is information and influence war. And pretty much, uh, if you look at the Pacific Northwest, you can see the damage that's been done to our country by all of these people who are are deliberately uh, placed in in these positions in in the, your your cities, counties, and states, uh, who will deliberately make every decision possible to weaken the American uh, heartland, uh, we, weaken America, weaken our infrastructure. They they do it all the time. Uh, that's not an accident. They're doing it not not because uh, not simply because of ideology, because many of them are are obviously ideologically on the left. Um, that 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 is um, part of it. Uh, but but this this war that they wanted, they've started losing it. I guess that's the point I wanted to make about the last. Year, they have recognized they are starting to lose the information and influence battle. So now uh, they've decided they needed they need a hot war. They need a hot war. Uh, the the attack on the Nord Stream pipelines is a direct challenge to the sovereignty of of the of, of the Russian Federation, and Putin is not going to take that lying down. He is stating that they he will defend the Russian people, with every weapon at his disposal. The people in D.C. want that. They they don't care. We're not human beings to them. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the the people that are at the heart of what you saw Biden uh, reveal in Philadelphia when he was standing up there on that stage with with, with the red lighting, uh, they're making it. They're making no bones about this. They're headed uh, towards full blown fascism. Uh, some people say they're already there, uh, and now they need a hot war to solidify uh, their position. Uh, NATO was going to be used as their tool to do that. Why do we still have a NATO? NATO was formed to offset the threat that was uh, presented by the Soviets. Soviet Union collapsed in 89. NATO went right along. And I agree with people says supposed to keep America in the Germans uh, uh, down and and the Russians at bay. And that's that that's what we're looking at right now. Uh, how is this going to? play out. Uh, I think uh, this is a, a excellent moment for Donald Trump to edge, uh, enter from stage left and broker one of the peace deals that we know he's capable of. And, and another thing, the reason Maggie Haberman is talking about Kushner uh, and basically telling that, that C story about him is because Trump's secret weapon is Jared Kushner. He is the person who helped facilitate the Middle East peace talks. Uh, and and that, that was a Gordian knot nobody ever, ever thought was going to ever be un, un, undone. Uh, so what we're probably looking at is if something isn't done immediately, like this this week or this month, uh, you could see uh, an escalation to a nuclear exchange between NATO and the Russian
0: Federation. Let's hope that doesn't happen. It really is escalating so much, and the timing is uncanny, right as we have the election of our lifetimes of a major shift in political power uh, to America first candidates for the midterms. Of course, that's when all of this goes down. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. I want to get your perspective, Brian, on what Dwayne presented here, the opportunity for Trump as he's offered to broker a peace deal, because it seems like from so many different sides, World War Three is inevitable at this point. So we need some hope here. I want to get your analysis as soon as we get back.
6: Inflation is out of control. The price of gasoline has doubled in a very short time, and interest rates are set to rise. How do you protect and grow your portfolio to make sure that you do not outlive your assets? Invest in annuities that have rate lock. Rate lock is an innovative new feature that allows you to lock in your rate of return at any time during the year to lock in these volatile upswings of the market. And unlike CDs and money market accounts, they accumulate tax-deferred and can participate in the upside of market indexes. And they're probate-free, and they can provide an income that you can't outlive. With all the different companies, features, indexes, and benefits which annuities offer, it can be confusing to choose which annuity is best for your unique situation. Let a company you can trust help you select a rate lock annuity that's right for you. Add an annuity to your retirement portfolio and start enjoying the many benefits that smart investors love. Call the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. That's the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. The Cleveland Insurance Group, 844-USA-2024.
0: We're talking to Brian and Dwayne Cates, political analysts. And Brian, want to get your perspective on the conflict between Russia and NATO, because both sides seem to have the will and the support to go to war even more with each other. And so the question is, if both sides are willing and want it, then what's going to stop it? Because uh, we've got Zelensky unwilling to even negotiate with Putin uh, to broker a peace deal. Uh, we've got an escalation broke from both sides. Uh, Putin putting nukes on the table, making territories part of the Russian Federation through the referendum elections. And then from Zelensky's side, of course, sending hit people to, to Moscow to kill uh, Putin's uh, inner circle. You know, Maybe acting as a proxy of the U.S. for these sabotage attacks of the pipeline and now wants to be fast-tracked to be part of NATO, which would obligate the United States basically to uh, get involved possibly at a nuclear level. So is it true what Dwayne says that Trump is one of our only uh, options for brokering peace? Yes, that's true.
3: Trump's already gone public on his uh, true social account and said, uh, look, Biden is blundering us into World War III. Uh, You need to get me in there. I'm going to take care of this. He's already said he's willing to go personally uh, to Ukraine and broker a deal. So He's played peacemaker before, if you recall. uh, Early in his presidency, uh, Obama had told uh, Trump when he was on his way out the door. That do uh, will end up going to war in North Korea? You know, North Korea looked like an uh, unsolvable Gordian knot, and, and uh, the whole time Trump was solving that crisis. You remember how the, all of the uh, the fake news was telling Trump he was doing everything wrong. He was it, it was a mistake to meet personally with uh, Kim. Because that was granting him legitimacy. And you must never do that with one of these people. You must not grant them any legitimacy or any faith whatsoever. You must deal with them as if they are your underling. And, uh, Trump meeting, offering to meet Kim Jong Un as an equal actually led to, uh, historic gains for peace and an averting of a war with North Korea. So he's already demonstrated several times that he is capable of playing peacemaker. As my brother mentioned, he had Jared Kushner working in secret to set up the Abraham Accords, historic peace treaty between Israel and uh, these Arabic nations, that nobody ever saw that coming. Um, People need to remember, Trump has a habit of completely bypassing the State Department Diplomatic Corps, whenever he wants anything of any real consequence achieved, he doesn't involve the, the people I call the State Department Diploducts. He completely goes around these people. He uses emissaries like Jerry Kushner or, uh, Rick Grinnell. So. I absolutely think Trump can get this done. If if this looks like a World War III is about to kick off, I can see Trump going in there and calming things down with the whole world watching.
0: Well, as if we he didn't already have enough support in the polls for re-election, that would just be a done deal. He would be the next president of the United States if he could pull that off. Dwayne, I want to ask you about October surprises because – Leading up to these historic midterms, we've got October 11th, Durham's court case versus DeShenko start. October 13th, a deadline for FBI to produce Seth Rich material. October 17th, Elon Musk versus Twitter. And of course, we've got so many different wild cards, the Hunter Biden uh, laptop. I mean, just, hey, even Trump's talking about Hillary's emails still. I mean, we don't know what could come out in this October. And so... Uh, I wanted to get your analysis on October surprises, Dwayne. What do you see coming?
5: Okay. Uh, well, right off the bat, um, Mar-a-Lago, the Mar-a-Lago raid, I think that that is Trump's, looking at the way the media is handling this, they're not handling it like the last several times they sort of like thought they had Trump on the ropes. <clears throat> this gives me the impression that there's something else going on with the Mar-a-Lago raid. What I think we're witnessing, since Trump, Gave an order as president. His last one of his last acts uh, as president uh, was to order a D class of all of the Russia, 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 uh, Spygate material that exonerated him, that basically vindicated and was exculpatory. Uh, and then Nara and the DOJ are the literally ignored him a presidential order and started hemming and hawing and dragging their feet and sandbagging and sabotaging him, which was what they did for four solid years while he was our president so this is I think a clever way of getting around them kind of like what Brian's saying that the uh, Trump and, and Kushner go around the State Department uh, this is a uh, this is what they call in the intelligence community <clears throat> excuse me a handoff Trump has all these incriminating documents which will prove he's innocent and that the FBI was literally knowingly setting him up knowing he was innocent for political purposes because they're basically DNC attack dogs at this point. <clears throat> but he can't just hand it over because people would say, hey, you're, you're too political, it's tainted, yada, yada. Trump now, no, he got raided. They came and took these, these documents from him. Uh, remember, uh, my, my impression is that although that Agent T-Bolt was given his walking papers and said he had nothing to do with this raid. I think this raid was actually because if you look, if there's something going on here. The FBI is imploding right now. Every every week or every other other week, something horrible <clears throat> is revealed about the FBI. And this all started with the Mar-a-Lago raid. The, uh, the FBI is literally immolating itself, catching on fire, while Donald Trump is holding rallies and making air. Cues in, in midair, and posting Q memes on on Truth Social, so he looks completely untouched. That tells me that this was a handoff. His hands are clean. Trump's hands are clean. The information is now uh, in the hands of a special master. I think this is Trump's D class. That's what I think happened. That is one of the major surprises coming. Also, Seth Rich's laptop. Why has it been held for so long when he was ostensibly killed? Uh, during a botched mugging. Why are they holding on to it so tight? Uh, that, that federal magistrate the other day stated that this was a, uh, that the FBI has withheld these documents improperly under the Freedom of Information Act. They're required to provide, I think it's 20,000 documents. Uh, so in two weeks, uh, they will probably still try to sandbag and sabotage. But I expect we're going to learn a bit more about why Seth Rich was killed. And the name, you're going to start hearing the name Craig Murray and Julian Assange attached to it because I believe Seth Rich was the source for the uh, Hillary's uh, DNC hack to uh, Julian Assange. And uh, unfortunately, he was very conveniently shot to death uh, before he could uh, attain uh, protected whistleblower status. And I think that's going to come out. Because we know that was not a a hack by Russia and CrowdStrike was simply hired and brought in to to obfuscate
0: what actually occurred. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you so much for your analysis. And when we come back, Brian, we'll get your take on the possible October surprises. You're an expert on Durham's investigation. So I want to hear about that as soon as we get back.
5: Hello, this is John Michael Chambers, Private Health, Public Matters, Dancing with Death. In this series, I will go over detection, treatment, and the restoring of good health. I will reveal my personal medical information and findings along with Chris Edelkamp and various medical professionals. Please do join me beginning Wednesday, September 28th on Unrestricted Treats at 8 p.m. Eastern with James Grunvig on American Media Periscope. Follow us at ampnews.us.
2: Today's threat is real, making Genocide Jab critically important for widely exposing uncomfortable truths. This book is not about politics. Instead, it puts the evidence before you, showing how we are all participants in this conflict that continues the struggle of good against evil, life versus death. Genocide Jab, Vaccines, Villains, and Victims, a book by John Michael Chambers.
0: We're talking to Brian and Dwayne Cates. They're both political analysts. They're writers for their own sub You can check them out on Truth Social as well. Brian, tell us about the Durham investigation. We've got Durham's court case versus DeShenko starting October 11th. What kind of stuff could come out before the midterms from that, and what else do you have your eye on?
3: Well, Sam, there's a lot of uh, lines in the water here. I'm going to try to cover them as best I can. It was just revealed about uh, a week and a half ago, Durham revealed this in a filing, that the FBI had hired uh, Christopher Steele's primary source for all of the Trump-Russia collusion allegations and the still dossier. The FBI hired this man, Igor Danchenko, as uh, a confidential human source, or CHS. Uh, Basically, he was an informant, a paid informant for the FBI from March 2017 through October of 2020. So what I find interesting about that is you hire an informant to inform on people, and you have to look at the circle of people that were around Danchenko. Uh, for instance, his boss, um, his former boss, Christopher Steele, had just been fired as an FBI CHS, and I believe it was October of 2016. And uh, so uh, I think it's going to come out at trial that uh, Danchenko was actually being paid to spy on and inform on people such as Christopher Steele Uh, Glenn Simpson of uh, Fusion GPS, Um, long-term Clinton family power broker and operative Charles H. Chuck Dolan. Um, it It will come out that in order to save himself, Danchenko offered up information on these other individuals. To the FBI, yeah, I believe that's going to come out at this trial. Another thing that's going to come out at this trial: um, Durham's already established that Hillary Clinton was paying uh, cybersecurity contractors who had access to federal databases. She was paying these people to spy on the side for her. They were given a um, Hillary Clinton enemies list. And they they were targeting, I believe it was seven specific individuals. And they were trawling the uh, federal database looking for any information that they could steal um, targeting these seven individuals. And then they took this information that they stole off the federal databases, and they gave it to other political operatives working for the Clinton campaign. And the stolen federal data was then manufactured into two specific Trump-Russia collusion hoaxes. The data was um, manufactured into the Alpha Bank hoax and the Steel dossier hoax. So Durham already established at the Sussman trial that they took this data that they stole off the federal databases to construct the Alpha Bank hopes. that shows up in their white papers. It showed up in uh, the the first version that Michael Sussman handed off to James Baker at the FBI in September of 2016. And then even more of this stolen data showed up in the revised and expanded version of the alphabet code that Michael Sussman gave to the CIA in February of 2017. So Durham's already established that this theft of classified information by paid private spies working for the Hillary Clinton campaign. thoroughly already established this happened. And I believe during the Danchenko trial, Tom's going to reveal that some of this stolen data was also used to assemble this steel doctor hoax. And that's going to be an amazing revelation when he makes it.
0: Yeah, especially if these different October surprises all somehow connect to a, a, a mafia boss for the deep state named Hillary Clinton or something like that. Uh, that would certainly, you know, if, if the Bidens and the Obamas and the Clintons are really all one group and they, uh, they work together and they're all implicated somehow, that would signal the, the end of the deep state. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Dwayne, I want to ask you about the Hail Marys that the deep state is going to try to throw here to try to save their butts. Before they go down, because they're trying to stoke World War III, and they probably want to try to steal the election like they did the last time. What are some other things they might try? We're going to find out as soon as we get back.
2: Stand out from the status quo. Let them know you're a patriot with the Patriot Pin. We feature an entire line of 14 karat gold-plated pins, starting at four forty-five. Challenge coins. Only 1745 each. And decals, only $6.45 each. Order now and get a free gift at the Patriotpin.com.
0: We're talking to Brian and Dwayne Cates, they're both political analysts and substack writers. Dwayne, can you tell me about the possibilities of what the deep state, the DC denizens, uh, whatever you want to call them, what they might try to do here as they're losing? Because you said very clearly they are losing, uh, and this midterm election is so important because it could really put the nail in the coffin on their stranglehold of the, the House, the Senate, and you know, eventually, of course, the executive branch as well. So. Uh, what, what kind of things might they try? A UFO invasion? What do they got left? Uh,
5: there's actually several things that I'm looking at that are rather disturbing. I just wanted to say that um, if, if uh, I've been talking about this, this hidden war that's been going on for years, uh, you see signs of it. People think our military is laid down and is run by just a bunch of woke idiots right now. That is not the case. About 80% of our military is support. Uh, there's about 10 to 12 percent of our military, which is absolutely cutting edge right now, and they're more deadly these days than they have ever been before. We can do more destruction, damage, and just more operationally uh, a possibility than any any time before in our history with fewer people, fewer assets, and uh, those assets are not idle. I'll just say that. Uh, but when it comes to what they might be able to do, understand, and I've said this before, there's a reason Hillary Clinton was allowed to walk. And that is you do not kill a thousand headed Hydra, which is a transnational criminal organization. And people need to get used to that term called the TCO, transnational criminal organization, because this TCO is all, in, is totally into mass casualty events. Looking at uh, what they were doing, Archbishop Vigano, I am not necessarily Catholic, but he is at the cutting edge of the response of the forces of, I call, life versus the 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 death cult, what we're dealing with, are a bunch of uh, globalists who <clears throat> believe that they are on the, the cusp of creating their fourth Industrial Revolution. All they have to do is complete the Great Reset. Uh, turn the remnant of whoever's going to survive the war they're about to crack off and all of the diseases they would uh, probably release throughout that, that interim period, they would eventually uh, be these techno overlords ruling a, a uh, what I call biological automatons, our future generations and children. We would not only not, we, we would not only cease to be human beings, we would cease to be human. We, we would not cease to be Americans, we would cease to be human beings. Under them. And you can see what they're doing now, as ridiculous and crazy as that sounds. Just look at what they're pushing right now with the woke agenda. That is, if you accept that, you'll accept anything, which is what they want. So, right now, I just want to point out that we're coming up on Halloween. And one of the things they may do is we have to recognize they have smuggled into this country already about 6,000 times more fentanyl than they could ever hope to sell in. A century. What are they planning to use that fentanyl for? Well, I think we're getting a clue with, uh, in Arizona, and in places like Connecticut, where they just found uh, fifteen thousand fentanyl pills that are colored like candy, actually in candy pa- uh, candy bags. I believe they were nerds, the nerds' candy. So we we have potentially uh, in October them attempting mass casualty events to. Uh, and if you imagine, if we just had. Uh, well, we, we, we had a traumatic event at nine 11. If we had an event, which killed three times that number, that might actually collapse our economy and, and collapse the nation. Uh, so, uh, uh, um, again, this month, this, what what we're referring to as red October, just remember the enemy always gets a vote and I've been very concerned about the fentanyl. Uh, Joe Biden, borders wide open, doesn't seem to give a flipping damn about the harm that that is causing and the potential harm it could cause us when it comes to terror attacks or mass casualty events. One of the things these people could try in October, because remember, they're already in the mass casualty events because I personally believe they uh, researched and, and, and developed COVID into existence, released it. And then here comes the necessary jabs to offset the damage they started, which will do even more things for to, to help them with their Great Reset. So, again, this is all part, all playing in towards what I call the fourth industrial revolution, where they don't need problematic human beings. They want biological automatons that they can use as ser- their, their servants. Um, so, as we... It's yes,
0: very uh, interesting, Dwayne, that... Yeah. Uh, that Elon Musk's uh, company, Tesla, is going to be releasing their smart robots very soon that could potentially uh, do a lot of the jobs that human beings are doing now. So it, 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 we have the technology to make their, their dreams come true. Uh, but the question is, what do we have to say about it? And I think, uh, Brian, I want to ask you about the economic Hail Mary that might be taking place, a purposeful Uh, demolition of the global economy and then try to force upon the people a new form of money, possibly a central bank-controlled CBDC. So what do you think, Brian? What are some of the things that the deep state might try try in October?
3: Well, the events of the past couple months, the rise of the BRIC, International financial community, you know, China, India, Brazil, Russia, forming their own uh, thing, like in direct competition to what we're discussing, the Western financial system. Okay, Uh, they've never had this kind of uh, organized competition before. And there are things happening in the West right now that are going to have very serious repercussions on the Western, financial, the Western financial system. We've been, here in the U.S., we've been dumping a massive amount of money into the economy. We've been printing money at such a rate, the inflation level skyrocketed, even to the point that, you know, Biden and his spokespeople come out and lie about it, and they say it's not that bad. It was like 93 inflation, and it dropped to 8.7, and they, they celebrate and say, oh, we're doing a great job. Look, it dropped. Um, but the inflation is is literally causing um, a, a mass awakening here in America, but it has serious consequences. Then we have the Nord Stream thing going on in Europe. Uh, they already had uh, a very harsh winter coming because of the sanctions and all the dumb moves that many of these European countries have been making on energy for decades. And now they're going to have even less energy uh, coming into their countries. Uh, Trump, Donald Trump was warning them back in 2018. You know, it's a massive mistake for co- countries like Germany to be getting 70% of their energy from Russia. What happens when Putin cuts you off? You know, and Angela Merkel at that time laughed them off and said, "Oh, that will never happen." And here we are. You know, and there wasn't there wasn't so much Putin cutting them off as somebody sabotaged this pipeline. It's going to have dramatic implications uh, over the winter. Um, the The European people are going to go through a very, very difficult time and uh, e- energy prices are already soaring and they're gonna soar even hotter now that we have this pipeline sabotaged. So
0: I don't see so a so total- the baseline. The baseline uh is a problem already. That we've already got almost I hate to use the word bubble because it's not an economic bubble, but it's it's a bubble of economic tension that could pop or c- could be exacerbated by another type of economic event at any moment. Uh, so, thank you for for giving us that that outlook for for Europe economically and even in the U.S. People are waking up. Uh, they're chanting. Uh, Let's go, Brandon, and FJB all over sports stadiums. I mean, people don't like Joe Biden and what he's done economically. That's why uh, America First candidates are going to win all over the place for the midterms. And so the question is, what's the deep state going to do uh, to try to prevent that from happening or as a response to it to distract us? Uh, So, Dwayne, going back to you, you've been bringing to our attention on social media the idea that the CCP has police stations abroad. Can you tell us about that?
5: Okay, this is a story I covered just the other day on my Thunderdome on my Twitch channel. Um, that is uh, what happens when Joe Biden literally just, and they were doing this under Trump too, trying to do the same thing, the Democrats, throw our borders wide open. Caravans, uh, all the things they were trying defund ICE, d- dissolve ICE. Um, when you understand that ICE is actually their pri- primary defense against human trafficking and drug smuggling into this country. And then here we go with the open borders. Everything's been thrown wide open. All of a sudden, uh, we discover the CCP, thanks to our open borders, or not, not just here, but in Canada, Europe, and around the world, they now have, if there is a Chinatown or a China uh, population in Australia, they have, will probably have one of these stations in Australia. These these are uh, uh, Chinese nationals in your Sovereign country, uh, you know they hate that word sovereign. Remember that these are all industrialists. Uh, ultimately, the, the, what's driving all this are the globalists who want open, no borders. They want a one-world government that they run. Uh, and the CCP is taking huge advantages of all of this open-border policy. And so what they're doing is they're they're sending agents of of the uh, Chinese Communist Party to various nations, to various cities, including the U.S. and Canada, where these uh, we, we had um, the DOJ arrested some people about three months ago, as I recall, that were Chinese nationals that were arrested for, and I quote, intimidating and oppressing uh, other Chinese nationals in inside the United States. They were charged with that, and I'm waiting to see what happens there. But now it's clear that when you... When you open the border that, that that fashion, you're going to have people that will literally uh, other other st- nation states setting up shop to conduct uh, policing actions on people that might even be du- uh, American citizens because many of these people have dual citizenship. Also, uh, on, on uh, December 1st, there's a new law coming into effect which says the the Chinese uh, th- these police stations is what they're referring to them as. Uh, Will have the right to um, to um, investigate uh, or or even um, extradite not just Chinese back to China because a lot of these times they're using oppressive means or leveraging of family members both abroad and here to get these people to go back to China. Uh, uh, upwards of two hundred forty thousand worldwide in the past two years have been at, forced to go back to China. Not, not literally at gunpoint, but they use your family members. They use all kinds of economic pressures and so on. You, you you can just imagine to get these people to go back home. But now they're saying on December 1st, a law goes into effect that if you have engaged in certain crimes, they have, they're going to start using these practices not just against Chinese nationals, but also foreigners. Now, what does that mean? Uh, I can't remember the exact word, territorial teritor- ter- – some sort of territorial issue – is that they they sign and they understand this is a Chinese law that's going to go in effect on December 1st, which give these police stations, apparently, if you're reading this correctly, the right to round up and, and uh, extradite people that are not just Chinese. What does that mean? So this is like what I call mission creep. It started out they have problems with people that are outside of their borders that are saying or doing things they don't like. Well, then they send agents to leverage them into either shutting up or going back to China where they can deal with them directly. Now we're learning that it's crept over to the point where they're stating they have the right to do this leveraging or economic pressure or even arrest people that are not Chinese, which would mean Americans in our own country. And I find that really uh, unsettling.
0: It's really creepy to see these police stations. You can see the, it's literal infrastructure that they're rolling out in foreign countries that show the Chinese uh, police presence and and actual technology uh, at their disposal. And we've seen this with China over the years, infiltrating, getting their tentacles uh, within to the foreign countries through the Belt and Road Initiative economically, uh, through the Thousand Talents Program. It's just through the schools uh, so many different ways of infiltration and influence. Uh, Brian, I want to switch gears, talk to you about Trump coming back because he's been on many different rallies. It looks like a reelection campaign. Uh, everyone wants him back. He's told us over and over again, he's coming back sooner than we think. We're going to be very happy with his decision about it if, and when he's coming back. So I wanted to get your perspective, your this on Trump's return. Well, Trump hasn't
3: been shy at his rallies and talking about what his strategy is for these upcoming midterms. It's the red waves that we got to get out. We've got to overwhelm the cheating something. You know, I did a column recently called They Can't Stop Us All. And that's exactly what Trump's strategy is. Um, the people are the storm. And it's going to take every America-loving and God-fearing patriots showing up to vote in these midterms, to send a message. And so Trump is saying this that is his rallies. He's saying it's it's, it's, it's the American people getting involved. Uh, The left has shown up. Uh, They showed up for decades while we were all doing our own thing, Uh, living our lives. They showed up and they took over all these local offices in these Key countings than the ballotographs statement. but now uh, Trump is leading leading the charge to change this, and uh, he knows he knows that uh, he's got a limited time to get everybody as involved as possible. Uh, I want to say one thing though about China. That's really what I have on have on my mind. Uh, there are things I've worried about China that have blown my mind, and I can't share them yet. I'm going to have to wait. But uh, this all started when they let the Confucius Institutes in here. And this like, you know, for 30 years, we were told trading with China, we were going to change the Chinese. We were going to influence them. See? And that's not what happened. Uh, they got in here, and they blocked massively successful influence operations all over the United States. And Donald Trump is aware of this. And so, uh, I don't know when he's coming back. Some people have a theory he will be back after a GOP Congress takes uh, office in January 2023, and then that Congress will make some moves, Biden will be in peace. and some people see different avenues for Trump coming back in 2023, and then because he is only going to be serving out the rest of Biden's term. He'll be able to run for re-election again for a, sec- a full second term in 2024. So he'll really be president for 10 years. And so uh, some people see it playing out that way. Um, I, I don't really know. Uh, Trump is playing really close to the rest. But like you said, he does drop hats. He's recently openly embracing The Q movement, he and all the people around him, Devin uh, Nunes, Cash Patel, uh, Dan Scavenor, they're all making open overtures to the Q movement. So uh, I think October is going to be lit. Uh, A lot of things that have been in preparation for many years now, Uh, we're going to see them coming out into the open as November approaches.
0: It's all coming to a head right now. And I have to say, it's pretty interesting. Trump's posturing and his overall uh, attitude that you see he's calm, he's collected, he's confident. He doesn't seem like someone who's behind the eight ball here. Uh, He seems like he's the one who's five steps ahead. So thank you both of you for coming on the program, sharing your analysis, make sure you visit there. Telegram and True Social and Twitch and Substack. Uh, thank you so much, Dwayne and Brian Cates, for coming on the program today. And thank you for watching AmericanMediaPeriscope.com. We are America's Patriot-only network. You can follow me on True Social at SeanMorganReport.com. You can get my breaking news updates at Sean Morgan Report. Uh, sorry. Follow me on True Social at SeanMorganReport and get my updates at SeanMorganReport.com. God bless all you patriots. Here's your moment of levity. Good night and good luck
4: white nationalists we've studied them and we've found that they all have one thing in common they have hands and something they've been doing a lot with their hands lately is sending out secret messages in support of white supremacy we want you to be on the lookout for these common racist hand signals racism is a-okay this racist hand symbol is very popular right now it's to say okay as in racism is okay but we know that racism is not okay. One race to rule them all. This sign signals to other people that you believe one race is superior to all the others. Just say no to the one symbol. V is for violent bigotry. This is very similar to the one symbol, but it's doubly racist because it's two fingers instead of one. And this finger, that's the bad one. Some people think this means peace or two, But these people are probably secret racists. The palm of Hitler. This sign is formed by having all five fingers extended. Five being approximately the number of letters in Hitler, used extensively in World War II and the Trump administration. The rock of white supremacy. This racist symbol represents rock, which is used to crush scissors. Scissors being two blades working together and thus a symbol of multiple races living in harmony. It is better to lose every game of rock, paper, scissors you ever play than to choose rock.
5: Hi, I'm my Patriot Supply. Preparedness is my thing.
4: Our most popular kit sold out in just three days. Well, that's great, but
1: you're a preparedness company. A marketing company. A preparedness company? Shouldn't you have been a little better prepared?
4: <laughs> one day, my friend. One day. One day what? Soon you'll learn that one of the best tactics in marketing is scarcity. There's no better sales trick.
1: But you're a preparedness Marketing. Com- okay, a marketing company in a preparedness
5: business Openly advertises how many times you haven't been prepared. It's the very definition of irony.
2: When you're as popular as we are, you sell out. Don't worry, one day you'll sell out too.
5: No, we won't because we're a real preparedness company and we take nothing more serious than having things in stock. We're reliable, and that's why my Patriot Supply
2: is the industry leader
5: in emergency preparedness.
4: <sighs> True genius is never recognized in its time.